the music they played while they kissed, I've never heard The Bachelor play that music. It was like... Hey Bachelor Nation, this is The Bachelor for the Ages podcast and we're talking all things Bachelor. The romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Alright, let's get into it. What's up Bachelor fans? This is Sarah from The Bachelor for the Ages podcast. And I'm Debbie. And we're here to talk all about week five. We're halfway through, um, as Chris Harrison really mentioned uh, this week. And it's exciting. I thought it was a great episode. But first, Mom, how are you doing? Well, I thought it was a great episode, too, and I can't wait to debrief about it. I can't believe we're halfway through, but I know we're going to get there. I'm doing great because, Sarah, as you know, I love a great snowstorm. And today, um, I got we got our snowstorm. So I'm really excited. We did get that. a snowstorm. That is facts, Mom. <laughs> the other thing I think it's worth to note, Sarah, is that we are doing this podcast for the first time over Zoom. Zoom. We're not together. Big shout out, Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've, we've been recording together because Sarah has been home from college break, but now she's back at school. So we're doing this via Zoom. So I didn't get, what's really cool about it is we didn't watch the episode together. So normally, even though we try not to engage in too much conversation during the show, we really did not at all tonight. Um, yeah, we didn't. So it would be interesting to get each other's take on things because I don't have any pulse on how you viewed the show this week. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. I actually, I watched it with Devin, who's my roommate. And um, she was really, she had a lot of the same thoughts. Like we would, she would say like a prediction. I'd be like, oh, I think that too. So it was kind of fun, but I missed you. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. I, I, I was here watching it with, you know, the boys. So yeah, I'm sure uh, they had lots of thoughts too. <laughs> yeah, they did. They actually did. Um, at one point in time, Justin commented and he put it in the group family chat. And I was like, don't do that. I don't want to buy Yeah, he texted me individually. He was like, mom wants all this stuff like uncut, like raw when you, <laughs> yeah. So he was like, so I'm texting you individually. But I think I was behind you because I was watching it like online on live ABC. So ah. when he texted me, I like hadn't seen the moment yet. And I was like, a little. What is he, what is he talking about? I know. I was like, oh boy. But yeah, I thought it was actually like a very jam-packed episode and I'm excited to talk about it. So do you want to just jump right in with where we began, which was um, Victoria. It was interesting watching the girls on a walk at the beginning of the episode. (laughs) I thought it was funny. I was like, okay. And they like Victoria and Kit walk by the new girls and it kind of just leads to this like reoccurring theme that was carrying over from last week's episode that was going to come to a head this episode about... um, how there's too much like old versus new girl sentiments. Yes. And I thought Matt addressed that right out of the gates on this mm-hmm. episode. He came right in. I was like, go, you know, this is good. Go Matt. Yep. I was like, good. And we were, we were getting iffy about Matt. And I think, I kind of think he showed up tonight. He did. He absolutely did. There were a couple moments where I was like, knock, knock. <laughs> but no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I thought he definitely showed up more and I thought that was yeah. really good. And um, I, yeah. yeah, I like to sentiment when, cause he comes into the rose ceremony and he kind of addresses everything. He says, you know, if you have to belittle someone to shine, that's not a quality I want in my wife. And I was like, yes, Matt, like facts, because honestly, like the front runners were people that like Brie, like none of them were really involved in the drama. So it was almost like this was a great catalyst to get the annoying girls that weren't really forming connections with him out. 
Finally, I thought that was finally that was really good. And um, so Anna kind of let's talk about Anna because obviously she was the the first on this uh, yeah. role. She she kind of owned it. Um, yeah, Anna was I think like the only one that owned it, and I think there's like an opportunity for redemption then for her. Like I think we'll definitely see her in Paradise. Um, I really think like she was cracking. Like I like I think we saw it before the new girls even came. Like she was cracking under the pressure. She was cracking under not getting time with him. And um because of that, I think once the new girls came, she just kind of like like went back like back to old like bad habits of like bringing down other girls, which isn't a good quality. And I hope I think she'll really use this as a learning experience because I don't think she was so emotional when he sent her home because he was sending her home. I think she was so emotional because she feels like she did it to herself, you know, and it was, it's like that guilt. Like she knew she should have done better. She knew she was wrong. And mean, guilt, she, yeah, guilt, I, guilt will eat you up. Yeah, totally. And a good, and, and she, she, she behaved badly. I mean, she literally yeah, she did. made up a rumor about it. I mean, that is like over the top like vindictive, like, I, that is not the kind of person I would want to spend my life with either. So I thought, I felt, you know, he let her go. I mean, I wanted to debrief that with you. I was like, he was yeah. like, and I, I get it. My, my sentiment is Matt pulls Anna and it comes clean. And I had, but like, where is her apology to Brittany? I don't remember seeing that. Right. And then Matt sends her home and I wrote effing icon. So I like that he sent her home. It was kind of like, look, like, you took ownership reactions. That's great, but bye. And yeah. I, I respect it. Yeah, I totally, I totally respect that. And I thought what was the most hilarious thing, and they did point it out on the episode, is then the rest of the women, yeah, like they apologize. Like, yeah, kissing ass. And what were your thoughts about that? It's so funny because I literally wrote now all these girls are apologizing. Victoria's covering her ass this is so crazy and it was so interesting because it felt like an episode of like Survivor or like Big Brother where like someone gets the power and now like all those people that maybe like did them wrong or like the challenge from MTV like all those people that did them wrong now we're trying to like politic their way into like these people's good graces which was weird because I feel like we really don't see that often and it was interesting (laughs) I, to- I totally thought it was interesting, but I also had a flip side. Look, I, I totally thought that was just like a joke. Like, okay, guys, like really? Yeah. But what I thought was another interesting observation I had was even the newbies were kind of playing up how yes. sad they yes. were, how devastating yes. this has been. They've been bullied and, and I'm not, <laughs> I am not lightening the harassment, intimidation, bullying, totally unacceptable, but I think it's HIV. Yeah. Once they were like on the other side of it, they were like, you know, being the victim. Really. Yeah, the they victim. really played it up. Yeah. They once did. it was like once the cannons were loose, they were which I think is like kind of what I'm like, I've never seen it before because there's never been this like this one group is being like believe it was a very strange dynamic. And I definitely felt like they took that opportunity and they were like, let's go with it. Like Yeah. Yeah, they started like crying and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like Ryan know. completely threw Victoria under the bus, which it was Victoria's time to go, I think. But I just thought that was interesting. And I, I thought it was interesting that when Matt like pulled Victoria to 
to ask her about what Brian said. She was like, I, it's never like, I, I never mean it maliciously. And it's like, just like, you can't say something that's mean and be like, well, I didn't mean it to be mean. Like it hurts someone's feelings. And also I don't believe her, but if it hurts someone's feelings, like you have to take ownership and apologize. I know. And you know that that was total BS because when she was off on the camera, like going on and on about these people after she was like, let go, I know. She was, it was like, really? And will the real Victoria, it's like please delusional. stand up. She was delusional, but I thought the best moment. I don't Mom know. Mom with the slim shady reference. That was crazy. <laughs> I, I don't love know. it. I don't know if you caught this, but like, did you notice when, when Victoria first started sitting down with Matt and she was defending herself, he was looking at her like, "Are you effing kidding you. me?" Like, are you? No, he's done with her. Like, I think the producers like he like every time he sits down with her, I feel like he looks at her like how long do I have to keep up this conversation? And yeah. when he messed up and like exposed Katie, oh, like that was funny. Yeah, she got, she got right out of that. But I was surprised she didn't do more damage to Katie on her way out. The I was surprised too. I was surprised yeah. too. I thought she was going to. Um, any more thoughts about what happened before the roast, the actual ceremony started? No, no, that's, okay. that sums it up. So we can move into the rose ceremony. Which I thought was interesting because he gives the two new girls, you know, the first total two statement. roses, yeah. total statement. Um, and I thought there were some surprise go, surprise go homes like Mari. We had talked yes. about Mari. I was surprised she went home. Lauren, who got an early group date rose. Uh-huh. I think they really bonded about like religion. Yeah, um, I was surprised about that too. So me I think, too. I think once you start getting surprised, it really hits like we're yeah we're getting we're getting closer to the end. And I think no surprise though was Victoria who left. Um. Oh my God, her exit. And, and did she have an exit? Classic. I thought it was. I thought it was so funny that he just didn't respond to her. Like she made this big <laughs> statement and he just looked at her, and it was. <laughs> It was like the best response. It was epic. He didn't, off- he didn't offer to walk her out. He just looked at her. I know. So I know. Funny. She was like, she just went after him. Did you notice that? I'm still a queen. You're not a king. You're yeah. a jester. <laughs> really? I know. I'm like, this is the person you're really like having feelings for. And now. I know. What a- yeah. She, she's interesting. That one. She's interesting. Yeah. I was surprised with some of the other women that went home. I, I totally agree. I'm happy Victoria's gone. I'm happy we, you know, let's let's try to not even talk about her anymore, candidly. Yeah, like I think she was I like agree. A, a bad egg chapter on this whole journey for Matt. So I agree. Let's um let's all go right. On. So who, who's Victoria? Ra- yes, the Rachel date. We're the Rachel date. The best, that is the date I would want. Oh, like, I know. I was thinking about that. I that would is have the date. so much fun on that date. I like, know. Sh- uh. She seemed really sweet. She was like, oh my gosh, like, I never get, like, get showered. I'm like, oh my God, girl. Like, <laughs> I know. I would be I like, so, be like, so spoiled. What so I nice. loved about it is, I don't know if you caught this, when she got out of the limo into they the They were hotel, matching. Well, before that, before the evening part of the day, in the daytime, when she got yeah. out before, they were matching then. They kind of like they were both in like tan blazers and like a oh, white. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. They were totally matching then. And we have to talk about Matt's clothes. Like the purple sweater tonight. I just don't know about that. I really wanted your opinion. I was like, I don't know about that purple sweater. But anyway, <laughs> he definitely has a lot of style. But anyway, what I wanted to say is when he got out, when she got out of the limo, and he they get hugged or whatever, and he was like, "Today's your day," and she said, "It's our day." 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, wow, girl, I know. that was good. It like, was impressive. And he was like, no, it's your day. I and know. I, like, yeah. I know. And yeah. let me tell you, I know she tried on a lot of outfits. I just have to ask you, which was your favorite one? You know, I I did like the red one, but I that black long sleeve one with the pattern and like the high neck. Mm, that's your I style. Feel like that, yeah, that's very my vibe. What that, about you? That's the one where then they put him in the same kind yeah. of matching outfit. Yeah, my which, favorite was I loved that black and yellow one that she came out in. Oh, initially. really? I thought it was nice. I wasn't expecting you to say that. Really? Yeah, I, I really liked it. I mean, I liked all the other ones, but that that one was there was something about it I really loved. But yeah. I thought she was so cute. She was great. Um, yeah, I and, really liked her. Yeah, I uh, I thought. Uh, you know, obviously when they weren't on the date, they were on the girls um, and back at the the house or whatever. And I have to say like, Piper was really losing it. I don't know what's up with that. Like, what's up with Piper? Yeah. She's like getting know. stressed, man. I think it's hard. Like they're all really like, they're what losing is, it. What is going on with that? Can we just pause for a second? Like, I and I, and I know we're jumping ahead. And I, well, I want to finish Rachel's date, but be, Maybe let's do that. Let's finish Rachel's date. And then I want to just talk about something related to the group dynamics. Okay. okay. I do think that Rachel walking in with all those bags, like it's just, it's so reminiscent of like the pretty woman scene where she's totally. like, big mistake. Yeah. Huge. One of my and, favorite scenes in yeah, all I know. movies. You I know. know. It's the best. I know. You know, you know, I love that. Huge, yeah. huge mistake. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love that scene for her. And then like the new dress like comes and gets delivered and then they have a great date and they really just seem smitten. She really opened up to him. She started the whole falling in love. I guess, you know, it's funny, Sarah, like I know that we're halfway through the season. They, you know, that's what Chris says, but I feel like there's still all these new, new, new relationships. Like, I don't even understand how he and Rachel could be falling for each other. Like, do they know each other? I just don't. There's no way, there's no way we're halfway through the season because there's still like over 10 girls. I know. And the last four get four, like get three weeks. So yeah. we at least have another two, three weeks until I think it, we at least have another down. two weeks before we're at like home, home towns. at least two weeks, probably more like three. I, I thought it was usually so. a 12 week series. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. That, that was a little confusing. That was a little confusing. But, you know, they seem very sweet together. And um, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they had a nice conversation. And I thought, oh, I have in my notes, he said he could see proposing to her, which I thought was telling. Wow. A lot. Yeah. I know. That was that was something. What And, she, you know, yeah. Her, so. Yeah. She kind of opened up about like, her confidence and. Yeah. And how she's that, never so. really been in love because she doesn't really feel she's worthy of that I was yeah like, wow I know I was surprised because it's so interesting because like I'm like I look at her and I'm like why wouldn't she have all the confidence you know she's a pretty girl so yes. smart like has her stuff together so it was definitely interesting yeah you never know someone until you ask questions it's true no I'm so glad you said that Sarah because I was just thinking it's like sometimes you make judgments about people like and maybe they're that's not what you assign to them you know yeah Is that well, you know what I mean? Like that, what did I just say? What I meant I to say? 
wait let's have a moment where I'm trying to give you the sage motherly advice because this is bachelor for the ages and I feel mm-hmm. like every once in a while if I can sneak that in but then I gave you this advice that makes no sense to even me <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, ready I was I was agreeing I was like you yes. were agreeing which was really yes, sweet is that what you is that what you do when yeah. I'm giving you advice that you're like whatever you're just kind of like yeah yeah. No, I know what you meant. I know what you meant. That you, can never, of, you can never judge a book by its cover. You can never make assumptions around what you think people are. Don't assign to them certain characteristics and traits until you really get to know them and really understand what's, you know, you got to peel the onion, the layers yeah. of the onion, you know. And I bit. think there's something sweet to the fact that she feels like she's never fallen in love. We know Matt feels like he's never really fallen in love. So, so the blind, the was... blind. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Everyone's got to have a first love. I think it's cute. It's true. It's cute. Okay. And then the group dynamic. So take yes. us take us away. Well, there was the group date, and you know, I think I I just don't really remember. And I've watched a lot of seasons, and I know there's been drama. I mean, ugh, I sure know there's been drama, but I don't really remember so much this level of jealousy on the group dates of each other with the Bachelor, like. They've kind of accepted that's part of it. This time it's like they can barely stand going on a group date and they they can't take seeing him connect with anybody else. It's like really, it's almost, it's kind of toxic. I think it's like, they somebody even said, why can't we just have like three one-on-ones, three yeah. one-on-ones. Like they just don't want to do the group dates at all. The group dates are like almost like a punishment to them. Like, what is that? I don't remember yeah. that before. I mean, I don't know if it's a testament to Matt. Maybe Matt is- so um lovable that they all just want so much time with him as opposed to the other one it must be the purple i think it was the purple sweater actually yeah (laughs) um i honestly didn't even notice the purple sweater it was fuzzy it was a purple fuzzy sweater you didn't notice it no wait okay did you notice on kit state which i know we'll get to his pink sneakers sneakers i did i thought they were nice I know he's so styling, but the purple sweater, I mean, I'm, it's fine, but it was like a fuzzy purple sweater under like a green big jacket. You didn't notice it. No, I didn't notice it. Okay. But um, anyway, go, the, group, the group, yeah, the group dynamics. Yeah, it is hard. I feel like I honestly feel like the connection sometimes gets so formulaic that I think there's so much pressure about the one on ones because people feel like okay, well, like, once again, my one-on-one, then we'll have a real connection, and, like, Mm. then I'll be able to move, like, I don't know, I think, I just think the one-on-ones, maybe people have seen so many success stories, like, Brie, and I just, I feel like people have been seeing, like, there hasn't been a one-on-one that hasn't gone well, I think, so I think, so I think people feel like, well, once again, my one-on-one, then I'll reach that level of connection with him, Mm. and then, well, that's very t- interesting because the whole dynamic that happened with Michelle. So she had her first exposure to The Bachelor was a one-on-one date, right? Mm-hmm. And she has this one-on-one date. And she thinks that's what The Bachelor is. And then... But Brie was the same way. Well, that's an excellent point. You're very, you're such a smart little chica. Thanks, mom. Yeah. So, she, yeah. So... I think You're it's right. hard. I think it's always hard for the person that gets the first one-on-one because they spiral a bit. Yeah. And yeah, now because then she, it was hard for her on that date. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And it makes sense, but I agree. There's just, there's a lot of like, oh, like I must have 
the one-on-one there is a lot of that it's like almost like they're not seizing the opportunity on the group date that exists it's like you know I I I mean who even though I have to say like if I was on a group date like farm thing like shoveling shit sorry I (laughs) I would have been mad too and like like Rachel Rachel comes (laughs) home from being (laughs) spoiled with dresses and you're shoveling cow manure and like milking goats I think that was intentional by the producers that they stacked those two dates against the one juxtaposition. Another. I Ooh, mean, really, totally. That's the word of the night: juxtaposition. You know, I, I, yeah, I'm with you. I, I was, I, you know, Sarah, that, that farm date is not, it's not our us. scene. Not our scene. But I thought it was interesting when I have written in my notes: MJ being annoying starts chasing him with whatever uh, egg thing, and he runs right into Piper's interview and. Like starts, I thought starts kissing her, and I, I thought know. I thought it showed that they had a nice. Can I, I feel like I hadn't really seen them very like romantic, but that was pretty. Piper and Matt. Yeah, I'm I'm so torn about Piper because I've from the very first episode there was something about her that I really really liked, and I think she's beautiful, and yeah, I think they could be such a great catch. And then there's been moments that she's not in with him that she's like that I just see a very kind of negative energy around her. I can't put my finger on it. Like she's can be, and I don't know if it's just her going through the bachelor and you know, it's a, it's a hard thing, but you know, just, yeah. you know, dealing I with don't all know. that. I think she has like a strong personality. I th- honestly, like, I think her look is very like sweet. Like, I think like she has like very sweet features yes. and I think she has like a stronger personality. And I honestly think it's like, like MJ who I don't like MJ at all so like I don't want to compare Piper to MJ but like MJ has a very like hard like fierce look so when she comes across with that like strong personality like I'm like oh yeah but I feel like it's just like for some I feel like Piper looks very sweet and then she's a bit like feistier which I like but I could see maybe how that's where it's yeah. like confusing yeah I don't know no, but I think, maybe, no. that, maybe that makes no sense I have to tell you I actually think that was very very on point Thank you. Yeah, because I think you're right. I think Piper has a very sweet look. I wasn't expecting her to have as strong of a personality she does. And I'm not saying I don't like her personality. I just, there's something about it. I'm, I'm still processing. Um, but yeah. MJ, let's just take a minute there. It is so, well, okay. So we had that whole experience on the group date. Is there anything yeah. more on the group date we want to yeah, talk so about? Yes. They have the night group date portion where I thought right. him and Chelsea had like a nice conversation, but Abigail finally, like I've been where I'm, I've been like, where's Abigail at? Like, where's she mm. at though? And then she really opened up, was vulnerable. And like, it was, it was sad, you know, it was like, yeah. you know, like I could see why she was like having trouble kind of dealing with that on her own and being like, there's a chance that your kid, like, could be deaf and like my father ran away from that so like that's something and I feel like he had a very sweet response to um her and she ended up getting the group date rose so I thought it was good and I also thought Michelle and his one-on-one section in the night group date the music they played while they kissed I've never heard the bachelor play that music it was like this big like crescendo I don't know if I said that right and I remember like Caitlin after Caitlin's season she was like whenever I was with Sean they always played like the most romantic music and I don't know if that was like them like because I think it psychologically like makes you like oh how romantic because it's like oh the music's so romantic so 
I don't know. I was just like really like, hmm, that's interesting. Ooh, I'm gonna have to pay attention to that next time I watch. Yeah. That's that's enlightening. I mean, I don't I didn't notice that, but that would be very interesting. And the fact that you remember that Caitlin Bristow said that is really impressive too. Thanks. You know, just wow. filled with pointless <laughs> bachelor knowledge. <laughs> That's what makes you a great co-podcaster. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. Um, and then I don't know if you have anything else to add about those three interactions, but then I also had that MJ is sus and that she got all mad and like um confronts the girls and kind of starts to lose it because she because he confronts MJ and I just I don't come on MJ? Sarah. she's leading by example and she's, <laughs> okay. she's got a lot of harmony in her her saying how she's preaching harmony when she's literally getting so angry and like like you can preach it all you want but you're not practicing it like mm. I was like what is like you're like you're saying you lead lead by example but your words don't match your actions like nothing she was saying like was adding up and I was just like not I'm not here for it okay so let me ask you one question about mm-hmm. this and see if you can see how connected we are I'm okay. nervous I had no I'm pressure nervous too. Ah! pressure's on now so I guess she was upset the whole time because um, somebody, which we know who it was, but at the time she didn't know, somebody told Matt that she was the antagonist, she was antagonistic, she was antagonistic. Mm -hmm. And so my question for you is, um, when she was talking about, when she was defending herself, what word did you find her to be and how she defended and how she talked about herself? A victim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm putting a lot of pressure on me. Like I wasn't even sure, like what the question was asking. Like I thought she really played the victim. But were I you looking like, for an antagonist? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I read they... between the lines, guys. No, I overthought the question. No, but you're right. Like I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, here she is. Mom, mom I'm... you're like, you're like. I'm not an antagonist. She said she wasn't an antagonist, Sarah. What's the word I'm thinking of? Winky face. And I'm like, victim? Whatever. I got it uh, eventually. Okay, second no, second time's a trip. Maybe, I, well, I have to take responsibility for that flop because- I, I thought you were looking for a new word. You were like, anta- I was like, all right, it can't be antagonist. She just said it too many times. <laughs> All right, I totally flopped asking the question, but that's what I was going at. I mean, here she is saying, I can't believe Matt accused me of being an antagonist, antagonistic. And then she, all she was was antagonistic. Antagonistic. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant in her conversation with Matt. No. But as soon as she got back to the girls, totally. She was completely antagonistic. I thought I thought you meant that, like, once I mean, you said that sh- word to her. If the shoe fits. Like a victim to, yeah, yeah. Definitely fits. And she, she's wearing them. Like, <laughs> totally. I mean, I was like, Okay, this is really weird. I'm like, so she's, I'm over. No, her. She's got to go. She's gonna, I mean, I will, we'll, we'll just Fine, quick, quick. got to go. Okay, no, got to go. Okay, yeah. all right, I'm over MJ. Are these girls, you know, what, the Me women too. that bring drama, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this Me podcast. Too. They don't deserve the time of the podcast. Don't bring yeah. drama to my lovely romantic bachelor. Yeah, life. I agree. Okay, I second that. And then the last one on one was Kit, which me and Devin were like, okay, like, there's no way Kit gets the rose here. Like, I'd like, I thought she was going home. 
Well, so it's so funny you saying that because Justin, who, you know, is kind of like a, I don't know what's that called. He's like watching, but not really watching. He's like doing a million other things while he's watching. As soon as she gets the rose to come, that he's supposed to, not the rose, as soon as she gets the card that he, she's going to come over for dinner, he's like, well, that's the kiss of death. She's going <laughs> home. They always go home he after knows. the home date. He knows. We watch so many. Yeah, they really do. Because I think a lot of times when it's like a magical date where you're like in a hot air balloon, it's like easy to get caught up and like swept up in it. Whereas like, if you're just like baking cookies at home, like if you don't vibe, like there's nothing hiding it, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. And um, I like her. Like, I don't know. She, for some reason, it's like, it's like they showed her at the beginning of the episode talking with Victoria on that walk. And somehow she was the only one that was somewhat associated with the villains that like, yeah, didn't, it, no repercussions there. So oh, that know. was interesting to me. I yeah. think she was just kind of like friends with everyone. She, I, they did show her apologizing though to the new girls. So yeah, yeah. I um, don't know. I just, whatever. I mean, I liked her on the date. She seemed like cute. I still can't get over that. She's 21, but she's 21. I don't like, know. It's like, go to a bar, Kit. I just think this is like a little, and she's got a, you know, her mom is like super famous. Well, yeah. In the fashion industry. And, and, and you like, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know how I feel. I don't, I like Kit a lot. I just don't know if I see Matt and Kit at the end. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I mean, I thought they had a good connection. Like it was I enjoyable too. to watch. It wasn't awkward. No, it wasn't awkward at all. No, it was fun. They were cute. Um, But yeah, so I don't know. So that was kind of the, oh, then? Then we get to the, then there's a knock on the door and everyone's like, what's this? (laughs) It's a Jasenia MJ matchup, square off. Yeah. I don't even know. Um, Face off. And they basically are told that they have to arrive early to the rose ceremony and they get there and they're just fighting 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 but she's preaching harmony but yes. then she's fighting yeah but then she's preaching harmony yeah it, it's just really and just and yeah like just you really came out of nowhere like she had I, her I thought she yeah she really did like i thought she was just gonna be shy and like be quiet and let mj yell at her and then when matt came like share her piece but she was like you're a liar and what you did was toxic and you're matt's gonna realize it tonight like i was shocked I was like okay like well firecracker action good for her I know I know no she was she always found her to be a little bit behind the scenes like a little bit kind of assertive um but yeah that was good she held her own there and and it'll be interesting to see what happens at the beginning of the next week's episode yes. what do you think what do you think is going to happen I think MJ is going to go home because I think her tone unless she becomes a master manipulator which I don't think she will with Jasenia right there because I think Jasenia can push her buttons a little. I think it's going to be MJ, but then I think the next week it's going to be Jasenia or Jasenia later that night. Like I think yeah. they're both going home within one or with if not this week, the following week. That was my ask. I wondered if you thought that Jasenia would go home either he would send them both home or he would just wait and send her at the rose ceremony. I just don't think either one are going to make it through much longer. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's nice. I think there are some people that still aren't really like, I think Maggie's probably gonna 
yeah go um we haven't really seen much of her there's a serena girl we haven't really seen much of it seems like katie's getting involved in the drama next katie next week katie's kind of like the mom of the show right she's she's kind of like the what is up let's talk about that that because not to get ahead in the previews but it seems like the girls start to get mad at katie yeah next week and i don't i don't know what this she is it's like she is the mom of the group in a sense, but it's also like, I don't find that like she's, she'll say her piece, but I don't, I don't know. There's something that's like off about what's happening. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But I do like her. Like, I think, I think she's right. Like, and I think she, the way she brought up the toxic situation to Matt is like, she didn't name any names when she did that. Like that yeah. was the right way to do it. And I have seen her multiple times, like lift somebody in the group, up yeah. in the group or, you know, when she went to go there. talk to Sarah. Yeah. 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 And, and she's done it multiple. She did it on this tonight's episode too. I feel like there was some, you know, conversations she had where she kind of like helped somebody, you know, process something. So, but that made me think of her kind of like this, like no romantic connection with him, with Matt. Yeah, I don't like see this, a romantic connection at all. in the house. Here's the thing, like, I think because we spend so much time on the Victoria and the Sarah and the drama in the house with the newbies, I still say that I don't think I know, I don't, I haven't really watched a lot of these relationships advance to yeah, be at a point where, where we are. I don't really ever do though. Like, I think this don't. is pretty, like, we only really get to know like the top six or seven anyway, you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess he just has to weed out right now. And yeah. I guess that's what he's doing, which is yeah. good, you know, which is good. Um, who, who, who are you, who are you rooting who I, for? Who am I? Honestly, like Brie is just like still my girl. Like, I don't know. I just like, I like her. I think, um, like, I just, I think, she, I think if she doesn't win it, she's going to be the next bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I like Rachel, which I said um, from the beginning. I just feel like Bree's also stated like Bree had the first one-on-one date. This has been the like the longest thing for her, and it's like she doesn't get in the drama. Like I don't know, I just respect that. Rachel, I like Abigail. I like I like Michelle. Um, I also like the Serena. I don't forget which what mm-hmm. last initial it is, but was on that date, but. Mm-hmm. That's like my top five. I can't quite narrow it, but that's. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing moving forward. I have to agree. I don't know if there's anybody I would trade up or trade out from from what where you predicted. Um, I definitely think that's. I think that's where he's where he's going to. Yeah, I mean, there are episodes, there are moments where you think like he's really saying the right things, like to Chelsea, you know. But I just don't think she's going to emerge in the top five. I. I think he has yeah. these fleeting moments. Well, I think um, I think like him and Kit. I think him like it seems like he has great connections. Like him and Chelsea, him and Kit, um, him and Brittany. Like they they're all like good connections. Like and I think they could replace someone in the top five. But just right now, like I just I think they're just one tier below. And even him and Piper, like they're by. I feel like they're really like at the like yeah. they're close, but there's. Yeah, I would say that top nine is really like what I, I mean. I think that's what's moving forward next week. The yeah. nine we just said, I think that's who's right. moving forward. Okay. Um, do you do you think it's? I guess he had like what at the end of the day, like thirty-seven women or something. Oh right, because that new that um, the girl from Colton season comes. Well, Heather Martin. I wanted to ask you, what is the Heather Martin thing? 
Isn't that uh, her so name? I don't, I, yeah, I don't know if they ever DM, but she was on Colt. She was the never been kissed girl on Colton season. Yeah. What's she doing? So here? she comes in. I guess she just loves Matt. Wow. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if they have a prior, like, real. I'm sure they've been in each other's DMs or something. Yeah. And you know, I guess Tyler makes an appearance, your old spin buddy. My boy. My boy. <laughs> makes an appearance on the next episode. But I still want to go back to, I guess there's 37 women. So I guess he's had a lot of women come in as contestants, but it actually surprises me that he has so many relationships with so many of them. No, it's like yeah no it is I do feel like honestly at this point like he gets along like, with everybody <laughs> yeah no I agree I feel like um I feel like we kind of saw like a sharper side of him when he was sending Anna home and sending yes, Victoria home like I finally like he made those cuts he was like I don't really like you goodbye but I feel like everyone else it's like I gave like my favorite five but it's like I could see anyone who gets a one-on-one like coming in and like taking that position I think Abigail might get a one-on-one next week yeah I think he probably I just feel like she deserves oh, it yeah and I think he knows that and he he I do find he does kind of reward things like he gave yeah. them two because he felt bad for Brittany and Ryan he gave them the first roses on the rose ceremony yeah. tonight and like, Piper I think is going to get a one-on-one too yeah yeah so so we'll see but yeah it should be interesting we've got Tyler and Heather joining in next week and um <laughs> We'll see yeah. where this all takes us. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And we actually did create a Instagram for the podcast. So it's at Bachelor uh, for the Ages podcast on Instagram. So if you want to go hit that with a follow. Be greatly appreciated. Yeah, please follow us. We have some, we have some international followers. <laughs> yeah, I saw we have an Australian listener. So if you're listening to this episode, hello, we see you and we appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, do you have any other thoughts about this? I, I also looked up Bachelor News and there wasn't anything super pressing. So I just felt like. Yeah, nothing really to go into tonight. No, yep. I'm just, you know, we're, we're doing this from, you know, I think we got about two feet of snow here, maybe more. So we're doing this from a ton of snow on Zoom. All right. Well, if you don't have anything else about, okay. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Bachelor for the Ages podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.